Welcome to Lash Girls Need Love Too. We are your co-hosts and lash artists, Italia and Crystal. This podcast is where we give raw and detailed tips as well as advice on how to grow and run a successful lash business. We are both in different stages of our businesses and want to share our journeys with you all. Listen and follow along if you are trying to grow your business, grow individually as a lash artist, or for authentic insight into the lash industry. Hey everyone, welcome back to today's episode. Today's episode, we are going to talk about tips on how to be more professional in the workspace as being a lash artist. Yeah, so being professional is a huge part of the business and giving that first impression when you meet new clients and keeping a good impression throughout the time that you have a client. Being professional is definitely a crucial part of your business and especially like the first interaction that your client has with you, whether it be through Instagram or whether it be through your website or things on Google, it's very important to have that first impression be good and professional for the client to continue to want to have interest in booking with you. So we'll talk more into detail as we go on, but it is definitely an important thing for your business. Yeah, you want to stay professional through all platforms as well as in person. So that's very important. I'm glad you said that. So a good tip on being professional is just having boundaries. So honestly, boundaries are the number one. And I wanted to start with a very important one because boundaries sets the whole tone for the whole relationship you have with your client and with your business. And if you are just letting people walk all over you and you're not taking, you know, your business seriously or you're just not being professional and you're making people feel like too comfortable you can, you're going to have a lot of issues because I've experienced that. Crystal has experienced it a little bit. Yeah. When you don't have boundaries set in place, it's easy for clients to just walk all over you. Yeah. And they just feel too comfortable and you want them to feel comfortable, but you definitely don't want them to feel like they can say whatever to you and do whatever. And yeah, you still want them to respect you and your business. Exactly. So ways to set boundaries is just you know, like we said, first impression and being professional on your website and having a lot of information available for people to, you know, learn about your business, learn about you and know who you are, as well as, you know, when that person comes in for the first time, you say, hi, like, these are my policies and this is what I do. And just going in detail about who you are and, you know, what you do. And that can be, you know, telling your certifications and making people feel comfortable in in your craft and letting them know exactly all the things you do. Because that is what makes people feel like, okay, well, now I know who she is and I know that, okay, this, you know, this girl has like five certifications. Like, you know, she knows she's doing, she knows she's talking about, there's no way for me to come in here and tell her, you know what? How what, to do her yeah, <laughs> because there are people who do that. There's literally people who will come into your space and try to tell you something, and it might be because they read it online. It may be because their last lash artist did it. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so many different reasons that they feel okay doing that, but you don't want people to feel okay doing that because that's not okay. And you can be doing something completely different than other people, and you just never want to, you know, have to sit there and compare yourself to whoever else they've went to before. So one boundary I've had to set recently is phones. So I started off small and I was working from home and I had a small tight-knit clientele which is all I wanted at the time and I let everybody reach me through my personal phone. So my personal phone number was you know on my Facebook and my Instagram and 
everywhere. And that's the phone number I gave out for people to text me, call me, reach me, whatever, for whatever reasons. And then as my clientele built up and up and up and I started you know, my new spot and all that, I have had people calling me at 6 a.m. 11 at night on the weekend. Texting me at 11 (laughs) p.m., texting me and calling me on Sundays. And they knew it was my personal phone number, so they felt okay in doing those things, which I don't know where I messed up and where I made people (laughs) feel comfortable to text me and call me at those times. I really thought even though, you know, they had my personal cell phone number and I was okay with them texting and calling, I only thought they would reach me in my business hours but Mm -hmm. no they were texting and calling and leaving voicemails at all times of the night and day does any day of the week and just never you know paid attention to what my actual business hours were so I got fed up with that because (laughs) I could never you know make work stay at work and home stuff stay at home stuff so Mm -hmm. I decided to get a landline in my studio for all my calls to come through. So I am now in the process of telling all my clients to please just reach, you know, leave voicemails and call that phone if it's anything lash or brow related because I'm no longer (laughs) taking any work calls or texts or voicemails or anything on my phone. Yeah. And that's another thing. If, you know, be strict with your business hours and make sure that your clients know that, you know, you're not going to respond to them outside of your business hours. And if they know that, then obviously it's not going to stop them from reaching out, but they need to know that they can't reach you outside of those business hours because that's your time for your personal life. And, you know, it's, you're not going to be working 24 hours of a day, of the day while you're doing the service and also answering calls at 6 a.m., 11 at night, whatever the case may be. If you do answer texts and calls at, at those times, they're going to feel like that's okay and that's not okay. So exactly. being strict with staying inside of your business hours for business things. Yeah. So if someone texts you or calls you or whatever on a Sunday, if you're not open Sunday, do not respond on the Sunday. Yeah. Even though you see it, even though you're like want to, don't because that will make people feel like, oh, she answered on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. So that must be okay. And yeah. it's totally not or most people don't want to. If you want to do that, that's your business. But at the end of the day, it kind of does make it seem a little unprofessional Mm -hmm. if you're texting and calling on Sunday. Because no like big salon is going to be taking, you're going to leave a voicemail, they'll get back to you. On Monday. Exactly. (laughs) And there's a lot of salons and stuff that actually are closed on Mondays too. So I mean, and honestly, whatever your hours are based off that, but try not to go outside because it really does. If you do it one time, people think it's fine and they're going to do it a million more times even after you tell them not to. So just don't do it to begin with. So our next tip that we have is use consent forms. So this is like a really big one that I think everyone should be doing just because eyelash extensions are very technical and we're providing a service that, you know, there is possibility things that could go wrong or just other information that you want your clients to acknowledge by signing off and knowing exactly what they're getting themselves into. And it's very nice. And even the clients like something like that because they can tell that you're taking it very serious so they'll be able to take it serious as well and add a lot of good things in there like before and after photos or just like you know that of course you consent to the treatment and that you're not going to be liable for that service if something does happen there's a lot of really cool things you can put a consent form that you wouldn't think of so like I would look at like 10 different lash artist consent Mm -hmm. forms and you know make a big good one Yeah. And also adding in like they acknowledge that they have to keep up with 
their fills and if not like there can be additional fees so if there's ever issues that you guys can refer back to like hey you signed this and you acknowledge that you knew that this is what is happening and then also that we go based off of their natural lashes so it might not turn out 100% how they want and they need to know that you know us as the professional, we know what we're doing. And just because you want something doesn't mean you'll automatically be able to get it. And this month, we've been having people sign off on our policies, which Mm -hmm. is our cancellation fees, our card on file, our late arrivals, as well as COVID consent. So just letting people know that they're aware that they could get COVID by coming in here where, you know, obviously you can get COVID going anywhere, but just, you know, that they can. Yeah. Having COVID and coming and acting like they're not just things like that. Exactly. So I actually get my consent forms through the insurance that I use, and I kind of added a few things that I wanted personally on there as well. So like Italia said, there's multiple consent forms you can look up, and you can just kind of see what you want to add to yours, or if you are going through a certain insurance po- insurance company, they might provide some as well, so you can just look up and see which ones you want to use. The next tip is something I already touched on when I talked about the boundaries. I just wanted to go a little bit more in detail about it. It It's just explaining your craft and your certification. So Mm -hmm. honestly, when people come in and they are, you know, there for the first time, they're going to look at your price list or your list of all the things you do. And they're going to read all these things. And you're like, oh, wow. And they're going to be like, oh, she does all these things. Like, because for us, we do a whole bunch of brow services. We do... Um, mostly eyelash extensions, but we also have things like lip masks, eyebrow masks, little things that you can add on and just all these things. And when people see, you know, your certifications on the wall, or if you don't have them on the wall and you just list them out and make people realize that you do, like you are set at a high standard. And you take your education very seriously. Yes, exactly. And you know what you're doing, like we said. And, you know, you also explain your craft throughout the process and like, you know, this is what I'm about to do, or this is what Mm -hmm. this does. And just explaining things, it does make people feel like, okay, she's very professional because every time people go and leave a, like a Google review or something, they always add in, she's very professional. She knows what she's doing. Like they always say that because me and Crystal explain everything, whether they want to hear it or not. Yeah. And that is important, especially like whether they've had extensions or didn't have extensions before, it's very Mm -hmm. important for them to be informed. And especially for the products that we use, it's a little bit different from the other products that are on the market. So we make sure that clients acknowledge the differences so that they know exactly what they're spending their money on and why it's worth what it's worth. Yeah, exactly. Because people, especially when it's their first time, they come in and they don't know what to expect. And they're also, you know, confused. They're like, what's that feeling? What are you doing right there? What do you do? And they sometimes people ask and some people don't. And I'm sure a lot of people do wonder even if they don't ask. And me and Crystal just take the initiative and we just explain it anyways. So they may not ask and then, you know, you you explain it anyways and then they feel like, oh, wow, she it's like she read my mind because, mm-hmm. you know, she explained it. And that's so important to let people know what you're doing so that they, you know, are more comfortable throughout the entire process. Like they feel like, okay, I can actually rest. I can actually go to sleep because she knows what she's doing. Yeah, And, and they just I know you. what she's doing yeah. now. Yeah. And they just can trust you versus like, you know, their eyes are taped shut and you're just, you know, with these sharp tools, just going at it. And, you know, again, we have a lot of people who have never had extensions before come to us and then they are just confused to how the whole thing works yeah. as a whole. And I always make sure to tell my clients, you know, like, 
if anything is uncomfortable during the process or if you have any questions, please feel free to ask so that they know that it is okay to ask questions and it's okay to like let me know how you're feeling and things like that. So just make them feel comfortable in that aspect as well. So another tip that we have for being more professional is obviously to be clean. You want to make sure, especially now during this day and age. <laughs> I'm hoping a Smarties package. <laughs> It's like in the movie theater when it's the quietest part and you hear all the <laughs> So, especially during this time with COVID and everything like that, it's very important to people. It's very important for people to know that you are being clean and you are sanitizing your tools and you're doing everything you possibly can to stay safe and stay clean. So, I'm going to explain a little bit of things that we do here for our cleanliness and everything like that. So obviously we disinfect tools between every client. We also disinfect, we have a, what is it called? What is that matte thing called? It's like a lash bed cover, but it just covers just the top. It's like kind of like a mat. Yeah. We have that where we can wipe it off between each client. We use disposable like pillowcases and we do all of these things in between clients to ensure that it's clean for the next client. We also, yeah, we disinfect the top of the bed where they lay with hospital disinfectant. And we also clean just our areas where we have touched between mm -hmm. clients um, with the gloves on. Oh, yes. And we also use gloves between every client. We wipe down the where they pay like the countertop where they pay and the machine that they sign on and they touch with their hand like we kind of just try to dis disinfect like every little area that we can and clients definitely notice it and they appreciate it and they feel much more safe i've had multiple people tell me oh you're the first person to use gloves that <laughs> i've been to as a lash tech and i was like really like i feel like a lot of people don't and yeah. i mean for us, we it's more resting. for our comfort too. Yeah, but like, like people's foreheads are oily, yeah. and it's like I don't want my hands for your, on your forehead for two yeah. hours. <laughs> We're touching basically these people, so it's I think it's strange when people don't use gloves. Yeah, like even when me and Italia do each other, we use gloves, and yeah. also our technique is used on a glove, so we have to use one glove in general but it's like yeah, you it's might very, as well use two. <laughs> yeah it's very strange when I hear that I'm like oh really like that's yeah so just make sure you're being clean and it's good to post on social media that you're cleaning and yeah what you use and what you do because people when they're like on social media or on google deciding on what business should I pick to get the service done mm -hmm. if they click on yours and they see oh this person's doing all this cleaning it just makes your like business more appealing like okay she's being safe and again like Crystal said during COVID times you just need to do everything times three because it really is crazy and a lot of people already feel uncomfortable being so close to us so we just want to do literally everything we can possibly to make people feel more comfortable yeah and that's going back to what I was talking about earlier on like their first impression with you you want to make sure that you're providing as much information as possible about your business on all of the platforms that you use and everything like that so when people do see your business pop up they can see like oh she is she's clean or she's educated she's certified she's right. licensed all these things that you display that really plays into a role of how people view you professionally because you are providing this information for them for their first impression for you so another tip or it's not really even just a tip but it's kind of just a topic that I want to 
cover. And it's just the difference between being professional and like too personable. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, like knowing your limits of how far you can go. And it's not like just boundaries. It's like when you're, you know, working on a client and you guys, your conversations, you know, things like that, you just don't want to be a little bit too personable. And I've done this a lot where I've made a lot of my clients feel really comfortable, which I love. And I love having, you know, if they want to tell me personal conversations, stuff like I'm fine with that. But when, you can be that way and I'm not saying make it a one-sided way where they tell you all their business and you don't tell them anything. I mean, that's all up to you what you want to do, but just, just keep your side of things more that, professional and yeah. don't get too personable even if the client is because yeah. when the client feels like we both are, you know, telling every every bit of our business and things <laughs> like that, like you just don't want them to, you know, question all the things you're doing outside of the studio and I know that sounds stupid because it's none of their business but again you have to think outside the box because right now if you're talking to a client and telling them a story about something you did last weekend they're gonna be like oh you went to the bar last weekend like you could have COVID like literally like there's little things like that that sounds stupid but it is very real yeah and you have to be careful and it's just the fact that you everybody's different and you don't know who you're talking to. Right. So you just have to be as professional as possible. And there's just certain limits that you can't cross, certain lines that you shouldn't cross as the professional person providing the service. And you don't want to be sharing other people's business with your clients and like mixing up businesses. <laughs> <laughs> mixing up businesses. Mixing up people's business. Business and like people... <laughs> questioning you for you know saying your, your integrity and yeah. the, their trust because they're like um I told you I what are you yeah, telling about exactly. me now you know what I mean exactly. like you do have to be very careful about what you talk about because you know people take things the wrong way a lot you yeah. know it's a lot of miscommunication and you just don't want anybody to feel just too comfortable with being too personal because at the end of the day like you're a client and artists like relationship you guys are not best friends and I mean if you are friends whatever but you just want to make sure that at all times you do seem still professional and you don't seem like you know you just came into my living room or sitting on the couch having a conversation because no we are in a business Mm -hmm. and you know there's other people in the room too like you don't need to yell out which you did last weekend all crazy because there's other people in here that can hear you and it's like it's uncomfortable and other people can be uncomfortable with what the conversations they hear so mm-hmm. you don't want to let your client get too personable with you in front of other people and also it may seem like somebody is you know talking with you and they seem like trustworthy that they're not going to spread your business but people can very much seem like that and then whatever you tell them they can use against you or come out and say something about you and you just don't want to have anybody taking things the wrong way or you know sharing something with somebody that you don't want everybody to know because you never know what that person might say about you or who they might tell so that's where it's very important as well to keep your business to a limit that you tell to your clients another tip which we've pretty much touched on but i just want to emphasize on it is Make sure that you have a booking website or a regular professional website somewhere where they 
the clients can find and be able to book services on their own or read up more about you and things like that. That is like goes along with your first impression with the client is your website. It's like your portfolio. It's your policies. It's all the things that they need to know and information wise. And it's very important to have that because I know personally when I go to people's pages on Instagram or however I find them and they don't have a website or they don't have somewhere you can book, I kind of like go over them because I like to read on my own all these things about somebody before I'm even interested in getting a service done by them. So it's very important to provide that and make sure that your website is professional looking. Yeah. And you want people to be able to find information about your business. So even if you just have literally just a booking site that isn't like a whole entire actual website, that's Mm -hmm. fine. But just make sure that on your Instagram or your Facebook that you're providing all the details about your services and what you do and what it entails and all that type of stuff because there has to be somewhere where people can find out biz- like about your business other than just by calling you or coming into exactly. the actual business because people aren't going to book an appointment when they just all they see is that you have a list of services and they don't know what any of them are. Yeah. And some people honestly don't like to call. Like I'm Mm-mm. somebody who I'd rather just book the appointment. And, and I'd rather and read all on your website exactly. and read everything. Yeah. Instead of having to call and have a conversation with you. So And you should want that too. Yeah. Like you should want your clients mm-hmm. to do that first because if your clients already come in and they already read your policies online, they already, you know, read your cancellation fees and all that kind of stuff before they come in, that's less work you have to do and less explaining you have to do. And yes, you want to just, you know, ensure that they did read them and all, but you don't have to sit there and have a whole conversation that because they're like, oh, I already read it. And you're like, okay, cool. So you're fine with it. You can sign off on it. So you just want to have your clients come in more prepared than, you know, they would if they had nowhere to find out any information. Yeah. And it's a lot more work for you if you are taking calls all day, explaining things to people or who don't texting, even book appointments <laughs> or, yeah or just to book appointments or they don't ever book appointments like it's a lot more work for you instead of them just doing it on their own and things like that so the last thing I want to mention just to wrap it up which it's not like extreme tips it's just something that I want to touch on is the music that you're playing or like what you're wearing obviously you can wear what you want but if you want to take it like a step further to make it seem even more professional you can get like a smock or apron that has your name on it and just put it over your clothes when you are working and people can take you more seriously more professional by doing something like that and just the music you don't want to like play a whole bunch of music that has cuss words every some people sentence. that's uncomfortable yeah and you might steer away like even though some people may be okay with it you have to think about everybody and some people may be turned off by that and it's just better to keep it professional and keep everybody in mind and make sure that everybody feels comfortable Yeah. So basically like what Crystal's saying, just like touching on a few more details, like if you want to wear whatever you want, no type of color correlation or nothing, then just put like an apron or something over it with your business name. So people know when they walk in the room out of all the people in here, who's the one who works here. And then as well as if you want to be a little bit more professional with your outfits, wear all black every day, different versions of outfits of all black. Like, you know, they do it like Sephora or 
you know, some of the beauty places. Just like something that it just like signifies like we're a name tag. I don't know. Something that says like you are the person who works here because if mm-hmm. someone's walking in and they don't know what you look like or they've never been here before, they're like, okay, I'm walking in. There's several people standing up. Who is the one that I need to talk to? Because I see people come in and they look around like, you know, and they always know it's me and Crystal because we are, you know, behind the desk mm-hmm. or working or have our aprons on. But you just want to make sure that the person knows like, okay, that's who I need to refer to when they walk in your place. Yeah, me and Natalia definitely don't follow like a dress code. We wear whatever we feel comfortable, whatever we want. But we do have aprons that we put over it, our um, outfits. And just one more tip before we close out today's episode is make sure that you are on time and you are valuing your client's time just as much as they should be valuing yours. You don't want to be late. That looks completely unprofessional if you have your client waiting for you and things like that. So just make sure you're taking it serious and you are being professional in that that aspect of being on time and it's okay to let your client wait for you sometimes every once in a while if you're running a little bit behind or you're having a slow day that happens but just make sure it's not an every time thing yeah and that your client isn't like oh my god like I have to wait every single time I come yeah this is the fifth time that you're 10 minutes late and you know yeah it's not good Well, thank you for listening to today's episode. It was a very short one, we know, but I just felt like it was really important that you guys know a little bit of tips Mm -hmm. of just how to stay professional and just keep your business looking clean and presenting yourself in the best way possible. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, please leave a review and rate us. And if you're on any other other platforms, please just rate us or again, like we always say, DM us any topics or questions and we will try to answer them in our podcast and yeah thank you message us on any of our socials at lash girls need love too and we will see you next wednesday thank you guys bye bye